On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, our deal happened. Ball in the family is a tragedy. The boys, the righteous gemstones, and the cost of a date. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And this is Chairman Meow, sitting here being weird. Yeah, she's giving me weird looks and she's turning her back to awkward, us. Awkward, like that weird. She's neck like down. She's like sitting back. three, two feet from us. Looking, they're back to both of us. Looking the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> like she's ashamed of us. Our cat. <laughs> Our cat is just the boss of us. She's the goofiest little thing. Well, well, we completed a major life milestone, Petra. We sure did. This, uh, I think we. I, I know think we're we. just both now kind of, kind of de-stressing, and I know my body's just like de-stressing, Dying. decompressing. The whole we've talked about on past shows about this, basically this real estate deal we've had going for a while. Yes, and it happened. <sighs> yeah. It actually went through. Can you believe that? We drug this dead donkey across the finish line. <laughs> well, we called it the dead dro- dead donkey drag 2019 <laughs> for a week. It was really tough. I just can't believe that deals this big, and, and we don't have to get in specific numbers. I swear we're not bragging. I don't want to be that kind of person. But, I mean, just honestly, we're talking... It's a big deal. It's a gigantic amount of money as far as I'm concerned. For us. For us. And we're a couple hillbillies. Exactly. But I I can't believe that people don't get in more of a hurry or some sense of urgency. Like, we were down to the last day putting shit together. Yeah. Trying to get a surveyor to complete his paperwork for that yeah and he went and he's like well, we leave at four thirty, and you're like well you're not today <laughs> not today jackass <laughs> he just like camped out in his office and got it done right that's what you have to do sometimes <laughs> yeah i mean that's just that's a micro one of literally a, a couple hundred. of a hundred things that we had to do to get shit done yeah yeah that surveyor had, had first of all he had months but some of it was beyond his control. But basically, oh, about four days before the deal totally closed, he had all he needed except to reword some stuff, go back and forth with the title company on some wording. Yeah, and he was going to delay the whole thing another day just because he didn't finish up. Yeah, if he didn't, it would have. If, yeah. he, if he didn't finish, it would have Well, he was trying to close up shop and leave on you and, yeah. and hold it up. But prior to that, he was like, "Oh yeah, it's just a few. It'll just, it'll just take twenty minutes or so. I'll fix. I'll finish it. No big deal. Blah blah blah." So the day before, no, the day of, I send him. I, I go there first thing in the morning, nine yeah. o'clock, with a box of donuts, saying, "You know, all right, dude. You know, today's a big day. You said it only take fifteen twenty minutes. Let's get this thing done." Well, okay, I'll get this done. Let me get this. I got to do a few things. I'll have this done to you by noon. I'll guarantee you, I'll email it to you. It'll all be done by noon. Okay. <laughs> noon rolls around, nothing. One o'clock, nothing. Two o'clock, nothing. Call him. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, we, you know, you're, uh, what, what are we talking about here? Oh, I just had to go out this morning and do some more survey stuff. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to get on it right now. I'll have it done by 3 o'clock. I'll have it to you right now. Okay. 3 o'clock, nothing. 3.30, <laughs> nothing. So, yeah, I drive my ass down there and basically. Camp out. Yeah. 
I mean, you can't be so mad that they're like, well, screw you then and drop the whole thing. No, but you've got to be persistent. But, and yes. And that That's so hard. But, yeah, but I went down there at 4 o'clock and, like, we're going to get this done. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we're right now. Fire up the computer. I'm not leaving till this is done. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> and literally, I, I get on the, you know, you're on email with the title company. Get on there right now while I'm here in case I have to answer any questions, and I'll wait here on you. I'm going to wait right here till this is done. Okay. They start going back and forth. It's now 530. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't any of this 20-minute bullshit. It was an hour or more. I wonder if, if that's why they're always behind, because they're always underestimating the time it'll take. I don't know. But, but 530 rolls along. Yeah. And they're like, uh, well, you know, we usually close up about 530. And that's when I'm like the line you just said. I'm like, <laughs> not, well, not today. You're not jackass. <laughs> there is nobody leaving this damn office until this is done. Well, how many, how many of those jackasses did you actually come out with or just was that in your head? I don't think I said jackass. I just said, I literally did say though, not, not today. today. <laughs> We're not leaving. Till this is done, I'm staying right here till this is done today. Okay, I did say I did say that. I didn't say jackass or one f you, but (laughs) but I did. I mean, and at some point, I believe I'm justified. You have to at a point, right? And this is you know, the title company is in Missouri, so at least they're an hour behind, and the buyer's in California, so he's three hours behind. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helped. He didn't get his done till like six thirty our time. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it took a good hour and a yeah. half, two hours of something. Oh, it's no big deal. Just a couple of little wording things. You'll be done. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. You left, and it was going to be, you know, you would be right back, and it was all afternoon. But anyway, yeah. that's one of a hundred, oh, <laughs> like yeah. you said, of instances just like that of title search and dealing with just a million moving parts. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. It got done. Papers were signed, emailed, overnighted when they were supposed to get there. So it worked. It did. And here's what I was saying about just uh, the podcast, sharing with our listeners and whatever. I don't know what life event, if you didn't own a business or sell a giant piece of property, which basically is, is a business. Yeah. I don't know how somebody would have the experience of what we had doing this. Maybe. It's life changing. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? I mean, I, you know, it's not that big to me. God, it's it not that to big me. to me. It is to you. You're all over it. To me, it's still business as usual. Well, first of all, it's life changing money. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, just by itself, there's that. But all right, but let's clarify here too. It's changed our lifestyle exactly zero. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> as far as that goes, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's not going to change anything there. But I just mean that takes us from, eh, we're kind of retired. We work a little bit, you know. I mean, this is absolutely if we wanted to, which we don't. Yeah, if, exactly. If we wanted to. We absolutely could cash out right now and not, uh, uh, frankly, not work another day. Quote work. Quote work. Whatever you want to call that. Whatever your definition of that is. But it all gets intertwined with your business. And like I I, I like our 
business and yeah. what we have going. But the stress of this deal of going up, oh, I think we're going to do this. And then, oh, no, it's going to fall through. And then, oh, yeah, it's back on. I think it's going to be awesome. Well, no, now the title came back. It's awful. It's not <laughs> going to do that. And then it's just, it's this roller coaster on these deals. Okay. And Hank grabbed me by the hair of my head and dragged me over this roller coaster with him. I was trying to be pretty chill about this. I had faith it was going to go through, but you were absolutely all over the place like a squirrel monkey on meth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird experience. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. It was. It's it a, was. It's an it was, odd. It was. It, it's an odd experience. <laughs> I was trying to be very chill about it. And, and I, we're trying to make, you know, like it's not a big deal to the buyer and everything. It worked out wonderfully. Yeah. But, you know, the deal until it's signed and papers. My God, what did we, we literally had 20 papers that we had to sign yep. for this closing. Yep. The buyer probably had 30 because he had bank papers, too, on top of all those. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a big deal. Yep. It was. And anybody that, that gets the chance to, I don't know. If you ever, I'm saying like it's a learning thing, like you have an option. But I'm just saying, if you ever had a big business deal or some sort of something, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's, something big that had built for a long time. It's a, I don't know what to say. It's a team building exercise with us. Hank gave birth is what he's trying to say. Yeah. He gave birth to a baby. How many days did it take for you to start calming down a little bit? Uh, honestly, I think I think I I probably felt like a, a a relief about two days later. I agree. For I the, was still so keyed up. <laughs> I was too. Your constant bouncing. He's a, a fidgeter. <laughs> I started calming down probably 48 hours after yeah. two. Like, yeah. okay, this went down. This went through. And there was one day in there somewhere. And then this happened about two weeks ago. Like, it's been a while since we've podcast. Yeah. But, like, there was one day that you just, like, slept. Yeah, like stress sleep. You did, or it's exhaustion. Like, <laughs> it, it's like finals week. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. like getting through finals week. And I'm not saying everybody has to go through that. You're not a complete human being if you've never gone through that. But I'm just saying there is something to... It's a rite of passage in some weird way. People who And not never, everybody yeah. takes the same path. Right. But if you do... If this I, is your business, I think path. it's a, I think it's a character building thing. If you ever get the chance, I'm just saying, if there's some chance in your life, some job opportunity to jump at, or some something, it takes effort to get somewhere in life. Mm -hmm. And I and and you forget sometimes when you're kind of coasting along and and life's just going real good. Uh huh. You kind of forget about the monumental challenges sometimes and how great it feels at times it's shitty <laughs> the whole experience <laughs> but when it's complete it's just an a euphoric all right feeling. well all right 
hey, come on, you measured yourself a lot by business, 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 <laughs> business success. <laughs> and I mean, that's an important measuring well, tool for you. And so this is. It is like personal transformation for you a little bit. This is it is. It's bigger than just hey, you had a great week at work. This was you kind of <laughs> right. to the next level. Yeah, and and you're so excited about it, and I'm I'm cheering you on and everything. But for me, it was more of a support role. That was that was your big deal. Well, you did great at it, and again, as I'm saying it, like the. It wasn't my baby. <laughs> the finals week is a great example. That's actually uh-huh. a great example. That's something that it takes months to do, taking a uh-huh. class. You know, you're nurturing it. But at the very final thing, if you flunk that final test, you're probably going to flunk the class and waste it all that time. Yeah. And then after it's over, you just have such a sigh of relief. And, oh, my God, I got through finals week. Yes. I, got, yes. I can't believe it. And, and that stress sleep you're talking about, I distinctly remember when I was at UK. Just um, crash. Yes. Like the last final coming home at 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I remember just literally straight to the couch and just uh, asleep within five minutes and sleep for three hours. Just <laughs> You know, yeah. it's just exhausting. Yeah. So, yeah, anyhow, yes, anyway, good for us. We did something awesome. We sold Ooh. a gigantic building that we've nurtured. And we bought it for halfway cheap. Yeah. We added value to it and then resold it. We basically like a flipping thing. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like a flipping thing. But, I'm it, fine. It, I didn't unplug my microphone. I see you there. Um not that it was an intended, like on TV, house flip. Uh-huh. But that is actually how it ended up be, kind of being. Kind of being like that. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, cleaned up a lot of stuff and all. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it went It went very, very well. So there, were, there was just a lot of loose ends, a lot of donkeys to drag to get it to completion. So, damn good for us. Yay, Aunt Petra. <laughs> now we can buy more cat fud for the cat. Yes, yes, which is something we got to do tomorrow because we're about out. Oh, golly. You've got topics. To death. Grab one. <laughs> uh, here's something I've been looking at in the news. I mean, it's about to be college basketball time again. Uh, college basketball in the state of Kentucky. Oh, God. Y'all, nothing y'all could be up with it. Nothing could be any just soothing, calming, rite of passage, marks the time of the year. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's not, oh, the leaves turn. It's, oh, everything's blue. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's eastern Kentucky for y'all. Very accurate. All right. Uh, you remember Lorenzo Ball and and the big baller brand? Oh yeah, a couple of years ago. Yep. Isn't that the creepiest? Yeah, he has two kids Jerome in the NBA. Jerome Jackson level weird shit. You know, I'd, in the for, world. I'd forgotten that guy's name. It was it was Jerome Jackson, Michael yes, Jackson's dad. That was his dad. Yes, getting involved. Making all the brothers stick together, making them oh, yeah. have this oh, yeah, beating, brand name. Oh uh, yeah, beating their ass every time they missed missed a note. Yep, yep. 
Mm. Yeah, and evidently they've got their own reality show somewhere, Ball in the Family. He is, you're exactly right. You've, you've pegged it exactly. I'm quite sure those kids have been beat <laughs> numerous oh, yeah. times for missing a shot or having a bad game or, God, can you imagine the, the whatever the little leagues are? Oh. Where little kids are playing basketball, having that guy in the stands. No. No. Because <laughs> he's doing that yeah. on the pro level. Like, he tries to boss around the L.A. Lakers yeah. and, and coaches and owners of NBA teams. It's obvious he's been doing this for their entire lives. He, he just, you know, again, like your example of Jerome Jackson. I mean, if it was a bunch of no-talent kids, nobody would fucking know who Jerome Jackson is. Yeah. But he just happened to hit the genetic lottery and have a bunch of talented kids. Exactly. And that's and exactly what this guy is. them into yeah. success. Well, that's what this guy. What Do you remember his name? The big baller, the guy? I don't remember them all. No. I can't either. It doesn't I matter. Bet. Anyway. The, yeah. I like mean, there's the, Lorenzo this guy, and Lonzo and the, like there's yeah, a lot of Yeah, I just don't remember names. his name. Yeah. yeah. But I can see his face plain as day. Anyway, he... um. If his kids were just mediocre players that never even made it to college, we'd never hear this dude. He'd just be another asshole parent who was overbearing on their kids. But the Probably fact, has a few YouTube videos, greatest hits of him being a jerk in the stands. Yeah, but, but because his kids actually made it to major college and now to the pro, gosh. And he's taking advantage of yeah. reality TV show. Yep. Yep, riding it all the way through. Well, I think they tried a shoe brand that yeah. didn't work. Yeah, that's failed. And the kids seem to be trying to separate themselves a little bit. But I that's so hard. And my God, I mean, they've they've been conditioned to listen to him. Yeah, and well, I don't know. I don't know if there's some force in the universe or not but i know every single person unless possibly the team that they're on roots against those kids oh yeah nobody <laughs> nobody wants those damn assholes to succeed just because they're dad yes. even, even if they're the nicest people in the world like i don't want that asshole you know it's got to hurt their chances for success anywhere anywhere because you know the people making the decisions are going well he's good but fuck his dad. I'm I'm pretty sure as we're following as I'm saying this, I'm ninety nine percent sure the Lakers recently traded one of those ball kids. I think they basically For those reasons. I, yeah. I'm quite sure it was a factor. Yeah. Um, you know, like, well, should we keep him or not? Well, there's his dad. Fuck him, trade him. Yeah. Get rid of it. <laughs> I mean if there's you know, if it's a close call one way or another and you got that asshole well, I mean, I'm sure they want to get rid of him. It's a constant media circus. Yeah. It's nuts. So, yeah. And that's what yeah. sports is. There, there is, uh, we've talked about it before, it's guy soap operas. You know, it's drama for us guys, sports in general. But somehow this has an ugly taint to it. I know. It is, yeah. is, is kind of child abuse-ish. Oh, I... And we all yeah. sense it. We all feel it. And it makes us all uncomfortable. This isn't something we want to get sucked up in. No. And... 
get more of. So, yeah, I, I think it's just a, a bad type of publicity. What in the world are you watching behind you that is... You liking that? Yeah. One of my YouTube... or uh, Something on a continuous <laughs> loop, and it's very distracting. <laughs> I'm trying to talk in complete sentences, and I can't because this cat keeps falling. It's, it's on my Twitter feed. You guys can check it okay. out. August 30th. It says, if Scooby-Doo was a cat... Somebody has a fake cat in a bed in a box set up as like a trap thing, and all these cats are so interested in it, of course. And then, blah! Yeah, and the and yes, cats do that weird take off, spinning, <laughs> trying to run after. Yes, get traction. So you can find that on my uh, Twitter feed, of course. I throw the goofy crap out there. I can't help it. Yes, we like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so screw those, that bald dad. I was going to say the kids, too, but they're probably all right. In fact, most of the things, I've never heard them say anything really in bad. It's always dad. It's all the it's dad. It's always the dad. I feel so mm. bad for them. It it hurts reading about it and watching some of these news reports. I feel so bad for those kids. And they are still kids dealing with their parent. Oh, yeah. How about uh, a TV show we saw recently? Uh, 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 uh. How'd you like that? Yep. I've been watching spoilers on this, so. <laughs> what do you mean spoilers? We've already watched the whole thing. Well, we watched the whole television show, but did you know it was based on a comic book? What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Your, well, your might... nerdy wife has been going behind your back and finding out about the boys. Yeah, that's the name of it is The Boys. It's on, uh, what was that on? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I'll tell you, that's some edgy shit. It is. And, and here's something I noticed too, by the way. I've noticed this on that other show we've been watching. The, uh, what is it? The Gemstones? The Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones, which that's been a pretty fun watch too. But anyway, when things at the first of a TV show say nudity, like, uh-huh. you know, like graphic violence, nudity, blah, 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 the list of whatever. Uh-huh. Lately, nudity means male nudity. Wow. Uh, it's, what the hell? Oh, when did that get wow. When did boobs get replaced with penis? I think it's hilarious. It makes men so <laughs> uncomfortable. I, I, I see nudity. I'm like, all right, I want to see some boobs this episode. Nope. No. You see flaccid <laughs> you, penis. <laughs> you you see a bunch thick. of flaccid penises. You know what? Honestly, I think it's about time that you guys get to see some flaccid penis or even some erect penis because we get it stuck in our face all the time. <laughs> as we see in the voice. <laughs> well, I just want to make that observation, first of all, that. That's a societal trend that I, I guess you're right. I guess those guys had it good for, a, for oh. the last 20, 30 years. So now nudity is going to be <laughs> you're penis a lot of penis shots, apparently. Yep. Well, anyway, the boys is how do you describe this show? It's an anti superhero show. Anti superhero show. I keep comparing it to Watchmen, that movie. Yeah. Um, tell them what you mean by that anti-superhero, anti, what did you just say? Anti-superhero show. Right. It's what I called it. Um, they are kind of like anti, 
I don't know. It's it's from the point of view of a vigilante group that is taking on superheroes. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that, we'll spoiler alert this. Yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. really want skip this no, if you no spoilers, skip ahead. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. Petra, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. But you know, when you're left feeling weird and icky about the superheroes in the first episode. And as it unfolds, you find out more and more about the superheroes and that they were lab-created, lab-grown, and they're psychopathic serial killers. What's the um, What's the show we saw when we were kids with Superman and Wonder Woman and League Justice of Justice? Justice League. The yeah. Justice League. This is, they've taken almost all the characters. Oh, yeah. And they've taken... The archetypal superheroes. Yes. Yeah. And they've made... It's basically the evil Justice League <laughs> is what is, well, is basically what you've got. And and they're all... It's corporate creations. It's all for money, buy money. You know, that, right. It's more about their popularity and the movies that they can star in than saving anyone. Yeah. The money they can make and the whole... Basically, rule the world type it's a situation. Very bleak, negative. Looking at the underbelly of what superheroes could be. Yeah, that's a good awesome. point. And then, <laughs> and, yeah, and then there's a vigilante group who are the boys. Who again? They're the people opposed to them who are trying to wake everybody's wake everybody up to how evil they are and blah blah blah. Yeah, but, heck, they're even trying to take him out. <laughs> they try to kill him, but hell, I mean, it's a some good, of them are kind of unkillable. It's a good plot point. I mean, how the hell do you kill Superman? I mean, <laughs> basically, that is one of the characters. Basically, got Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, Invisible Man, whatever he's really called, translucent, uh-huh. but whatever in real life. Um, uh, the Flash. The Flash is in there, like it's basically they're all this DC. evil. Yeah, yeah, they're it's all an this evil DC universe. But hell, in this show, I mean, if you're into it, I mean, imagine what evil Superman would do in the real world. That's what this show kind of shows you some. I mean, he freaking kills people like legit R-rated, rips people apart, uses his laser vision to to blind and cut people in two. Shit. It is intense. It's intense. It's intense. It's intense. Damn right it is. That is a crazy it's show. It's a great show. And like I've heard a few YouTube spoilers and God, they got to give us a second season. It's going to oh, be Oh, there's, there's going to be a million seasons. This is going to run its course because there's just been nothing like this. I, like I keep saying, the only thing close I can think of is like Watchmen, uh-huh. like that R-rated kind of anti, you know, like you just said, the anti-hero type thing. Uh-huh. Well, but, all right, but even all right. Them, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw, like throw out here. Um, I've always liked the show Supernatural, and one of the creators, Eric Kripke from Supernatural, who's kept that. It's kind of it's kind of self aware and almost fourth wall break like Deadpool, mm-hmm. and he kind of brings that edginess and that self awareness to the boys, too. Who's this? The, the one of the the actually the creator. Oh, okay. On, on oh, this. you say you say Eric Krupke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in main. He's first yeah. creator. Yeah, he. I mean, I I've watched his stuff for years, and he's so 
good. Like this says it stars Keith. No, it says Carl Urban. I was gonna say Keith Urban. Really? No. no. Okay. Never it's mind. Carl Urban uh, Bones on Star Trek. Yep. Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh, she was so good in that. Ah, she was great in it, right? Yes. Well, listen to this. The creator, one of them is Seth Rogen. That Seth Rogen is in a lot of stuff. Yes. He is in more stuff than you think. His name is on a lot. He is. That dude is a under the radar, very prolific dude in Hollywood right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So, the boys, highly recommend. Two but, thumbs up. We like it. It's R rated. And, um, yeah. And uh, I don't think you see any boobs the whole time for you guys out there, just so you know. Every time it says uh, nudity. It's just penis. <laughs> you're going to see the invisible man not become invisible. <laughs> become visible. <laughs> He's such a fucking creeper. <laughs> <laughs> and right on to another raunchy show. We already mentioned it, but uh, in progress, The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about oh that a little bit? God, isn't that a fun show? It is fun. It's on HBO right now. Yeah. For, uh, oh, I guess we're on to the third episode. Yeah. The guy from Eastbound and Down. It's yes. A, it's that kind of humor with him. Yeah. You, and, like, you uh, digging it or not? Oh, I'm loving it. That's good. Yeah. It's got a mix of, at times, it's a little serious, and then it goes back to being funny. It's it's all like Talladega Nights and that kind of stuff. It's like goofy humor, but then it'll go to... It'll go to seriously. Really, the only reason I like it is because it's making fun of televangelists and hyper religious families in general, and I'm always down for that. Well, it is, and I'm (laughs) quite sure. John Goodman in that is my uncle. He is my (laughs) uncle. Okay, my uncle is a Baptist. Well, he's now retired. Baptist minister. He even looks like John Goodman, like old on his deathbed. John Goodman. So this is really creepy for me. I wonder at this point, is it even controversial to make fun of religion? Is it? Are we beyond that now where people can like, all right, you know, you're making fun of this. I don't think so. It's certainly not around here. Uh, I haven't really heard anything about this show. Well, if there's ever anything to be heard, it would be about this show. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, the most it's what, the most sacrilegious it thing. It's distracted on... people from this. They should be. I mean, maybe because it's a comedy, maybe somebody's giving it a little bit of a pass. But they should be burning down HBO. Like they should be. Yeah, like I mean, the, the Westboro Baptist Church should be, and oh, all of the yeah. all of the big televangelists should just be losing their minds over in this. Yeah, you know. Are they waiting to see how it plays out? I mean. I don't know. Like, you know these are not cool organizations. These are people like the ones that are, you know, banning the Harry Potter books in Nashville, Tennessee now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer to these. I don't have an answer to these people. <laughs> if, like my my gut instinct is just basically to say, if you've ever sent a penny to a televangelist on TV, you're an idiot. Shame on you. I just think you're, I, just, I don't know how else to say it. I hate to be judgmental. I hate to be whatever. I don't know if you're just, but I just feel like you're an idiot if you've ever done that. These people flying around in jets yeah. and living in mansions and you're sending them money. I They're, don't. They're buying into a pyramid scheme to get into heaven. 
I, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that sounds like a good explanation as any because I don't know any sane person who would do that. And obviously they do. I mean, people, these, these guys aren't flying around in jets living in mansions because nobody gives them anything. No, nope, I mean, they're doing that because people are financing it. I don't know. Maybe, hell, maybe the show will bust that wide open and I don't know. People will stop. We can hope. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. If you got HBO, it's worth a check for sure. Absolutely. Yes. We're loving it. All right. How I about it. I found something in my spur, a little bit of conversation. All right. Uh, maybe. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I got the wrong thing. Check that. See what you got over there. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Well, all right. This whole time that this deal was going on and I was getting so, so nervous. Oh, my I kept gosh. shopping online that, and buying the carnivorous plants. <laughs> oh, yeah. The old carnivorous plants got us through this thing. By Absolutely. The, by the way, you know, our due diligence period for this deal, by the way, was 96 <laughs> days. And that included a week of haggling back and forth on a price before we even signed that. So basically it was over a hundred, about 110 days of this, <laughs> of every day waking up to 10 email. All right, we need this. We need this. We need this. Oh yeah. What about this? How about this? Where are these people? What are this going? Is going to check with the surveyor? Blah, 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 blah. I need a copy of this. <laughs> every day. Anyway, you got into yes, some carnivorous yes. plants. Yes, well, I've always been into carnivorous plants. I've had terrariums with them in for years. And I don't know, like suddenly the hobby exploded this, mm-hmm. this last month. And now we've got them kind of everywhere. <laughs> All right, Morticia. I like my plants. I'm married to Morticia. You Adam. did. You did. I even got a red dragon Venus flytrap. Well, at least we don't have any bugs in our house. No, Plants eat them all. A, there's not a damn chance in hell of one surviving anymore. God help a fruit fly. <laughs> <laughs> These little Venus fly traps actually grow decently sized. They do. They do. About the size pitcher, of your finger. But the pitcher plants get huge. Like some of these are. No, the pitcher plants pretty are pretty cool. Size. What's the other one? The sundew. Yes, little sticky sundews. How does that work? You just they just get st- stuck on them. They just get stuck on. They make a sticky type nectar yeah and some of them even kind of roll up around it and then they slowly dissolve the insect nice so Mm -hmm. you've been buying crickets for them right um i tried some fruit flies and some millworms and i think i'm going to hold off on actually feeding them and we'll see we'll see (laughs) i think i think we're going to rely mostly on sunshine in the window (laughs) seal we gotta feed them once in a while. That's the fun of it. <laughs> we'll find something small. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll find a a bug around here somewhere. Yes, Hanks out looking for cockroaches to feed the plants. Hell yeah, any of these little bastards around here now? They're gonna get eaten. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're not gonna survive around here. Anymore. Damn right. <laughs> how, how how dare you? Damn house fly! Boom! Throw you right in a pitcher plant. Actually, one rode the elevator up with me today. See, and I was like, "Welcome in!" I did. I let it in. Welcome to hell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. How about? Um, I found this. I thought might be interesting. All right. I don't know all the details, but this where we're going. We can discuss. It's supposed to be the average price of a date. In the United States, broken down by every state. Ooh, 
what is have you looked at it yet no i haven't really. uh, what do you think the average price just an average date what, what is a date well is that that's where we movie? gotta uh, whatever you think it is okay i'm gonna call that dinner in a movie okay uh, $20 dinner, $30 movie, I'd say about $100. Well, you hit it for some states. That's probably about an overall average here, just looking at the whole board. Okay. When you say dinner, $20, the only thing about that is you're talking about for both people? No, per person. I would say okay, like maybe yeah. like an okay, yeah. Applebee's dinner yep, probably next. is going to run about $20 per person. All right, so that's 40 Okay. And then movie tickets are usually about $15 a piece, bigger places. Right. We, we live someplace cheap, and then $15 a piece for snacks. Miscellaneous, a yeah. couple of drinks at yep. the bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's pretty good, Petra. That's uh, actually, I think that's, I think that's pretty much what they think here. Okay. In Kentucky, it's 81, basically $82. Okay, because our, our movie tickets and our dinners are cheaper. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like you. I think it's dinner and a movie and a few drinks and a few snacks. $81. Okay. That's what it takes to go on a date these days. That's pretty expensive if you're not making much. Yeah. That's a lot. If you're pay- like that's why people go Dutch and Well you know, we're not obviously we're not dating anymore, so uh-huh. is it ever gonna be kosher to just go Dutch and like each person pay for a thing? Or is a guy I'm not, I'm not complaining, I'm just asking. Uh, for or will the guy always be expected to pay? Is that just gonna be a thing? I'm perfectly, the way I see it, whoever asked for the first date should pay for the first date, male or female. Well, that's always, well, that's almost always going to be the dude. It's usually the guy, but I've always been okay with, you know, once you go out, I don't know, one time or so going Dutch, (laughs) like it's almost a first date rule. Yeah, right. I can see that. Well, all right. So eighty-two bucks here, over in West Virginia, where you're from, it's ninety-six. Why, is it, why is it fifteen bucks more? Because we're not cheap. <laughs> you're not a cheap date. You want the fancy schmancy wine, don't you? <laughs> we want the fancy drinks. <laughs> Pour up the Jack Daniels. <laughs> Maybe. Well, at least you don't live in California. How much? Two hundred and twenty-six dollars. Yikes! How is that possible? How is that possible? What the hell are you doing in California? What are, are you, you paying her for the date? What are you doing? There's got to be something going on in California. Yeah. Dinner is it seventy-five, eighty bucks each for dinner? Maybe it is. Movie thirty, forty bucks each. I don't know. That don't seem right. That doesn't seem right. And even if it is more expensive in places like. You know, Orange County. There's a lot of the rest of California that isn't Orange County. Yeah. Or is it just so heavily populated there it sways it that much? I don't know. That's a good question, too. Because, yeah, there's obviously some people live in rural California. Yeah, that probably is 80 bucks, same as it is here in Kentucky. Well, their state just has a big 
two twenty six. So all right. Well, I'm what's go with uh, that. how much is New York? New York. You know, I just trying to find New York. Uh, well, it is the most. It's right at three hundred. Oh my God! Three hundred bucks a date. Damn, right. that's gonna get expensive. Is that a Broadway show? And um, hell, I don't know. I mean, obviously restaurants are expensive in New York, but shit. Wow. I don't know. That that wow. seems that seems crazy. How does anybody afford that? That sounds crazy. New, I agree. New Jersey's two sixty. Connecticut's two thirty. These are the more expensive. North ones. Dakota is forty two. That's where I'm heading. South oh, Dakota is thirty eight. I'm heading to South Dakota for a thirty eight dollar date. What the hell is that? That's truck stop dinner. <laughs> that's just sitting around watching the buffalo cross the street. That's that's getting some fast food at Wendy's and going to a crossroads and watching buffalo. And the wolves chase them or some bullshit. Did I ever tell you about the crazy ass date that showed up and he'd already eaten a dinner that his mom had packed to save money and then sat across from me and watched me eat? Good God in heaven. Oh, it got worse from there. <laughs> <laughs> That was the beginning of the end, but it got worse from there. Well, enlighten us. Do you remember anything else? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. This is kind of a nightmare date because so first there was that. And then he had a few ideas of, you know, things to do around. And we, we kind of, I think, shopped around. This was in southern West Virginia. Was I'm, I'm going to guess place. all of it was uh, things that didn't cost any exactly. money. Exactly. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Walk up and down the sidewalk, up and <laughs> down the same. Much, pretty much. And the whole time, and, and this was, I was very much in a tough girl phase at this point. I was wearing a pair of biker boots, had a black leather jacket, and smoking cigarettes. I was kind of like Sandy at the end of uh, Grease. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. And this guy was trying his best to prove that he was badass enough to be on a date with me. And right. it was the weirdest, creepiest, nerdiest little guy. I mean, it was really kind of one of these incels, I guess. And then we went to Wendy's because we had been, you know, walking around for a little while talking. And he basically is scavenging you know, the meal that I bought. Cause I felt awkward buying food, like eating food in front of him that when he wasn't eating the first time. Well, of course. Well, so I'm hungry and I order some food the second time. Well, he's not ordering much food and he's picking up my food in order to be a cheap bastard. This guy was a chemical engineer. Right. He had, okay. Whatever. He was not poor, poor. But he was so weird about saving money that he thought it was very smart that he had taken the back roads so he didn't have to pay the tolls on the turnpike. You know, there's pro- there's somebody for that dude. I'm sure there is. There's some I'm chick sure there somewhere is. That, there is that, that bless him. Yeah. So there's, yeah. A, there's some chick somewhere that brought her lunch too. Oh, look, I brought mine too. <laughs> let's, let's just go sit and watch the river and not spend any money. That's great. Good for them. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just a little bit awkward and weird. And, like, I kind of went to the bathroom, but just, like, checked out and left. <laughs> I 
kind of went to the bathroom but didn't tell her which one. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> that was another use of that. <laughs> well, screw these creepy, dumb guys. God, that was weird. That was really weird. And he turned into a stalker after that. He really could not take no. Wow. Leave me alone. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It doesn't surprise me. Somebody that acts like that in one phase of their life, of course, they're going to be fucked up in other parts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of pitiful, really. And I mean, I'm all for not being frivolous, but for crying out loud. (laughs) If you can't, if all you can afford on a first date is Wendy's, fine. Go to Wendy's. What was your, back in the day when you were dating or whatever, what was your decent, what was your, I don't want to say what was like a great date situation, but what was a typical somebody or your idea of a first date with somebody? Of a good first date with somebody. Yeah. Um, As far as activities, I mean. I can go first. Let me show you. Let me tell go you ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. As far as like what I would do personally, set up some sort of like a lunch date if possible. Yes. I think I'm a, I was always a big fan of the lunch date. It's, it's, first of all, it's obviously lunch. Yeah. So somebody's probably has a decent, they at least have a damn job probably. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're having to take a lunch break. Yeah. And then there's a set amount of time. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh huh. You got, you got 45 minutes. Probably. Yes. To whatever. And that's it. It's going to end one way or another, 45 minutes from now, whether we, whether this is stupid or whatever this is, it's going to end in 45 minutes. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, I'll say frugal. I don't want to say I was cheap, but lunch specials are fairly reasonably priced. Yeah. You can, yeah. Have, you can buy the person lunch. It's not that big a deal. You're probably and, not going to be any And it's not flashy and like I bought you a huge fancy dinner and now I expect sex. That's always a big red flag. Yeah. I don't want to go to a big fancy dinner right. on a first date. That's that's a no-no. Well, so there's that too. And there's no drinking. I mean, if that's there is, good. if there is, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> That's a big red flag. Uh, a big red flag. But yeah. whatever. So I was a big fan of the lunch date. I thought that was a nice way to first... You know, I thought that was the first thing, decent way to do it. I think that's a that's a good one. That's a decent one. What about you? Yeah, I always kind of liked um, maybe a little bit of sightseeing, a little bit of walking around. Yeah, and, and that's talk good. like a little walk and talk. Yeah, that's good. And I like a public area because I'm a chick. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Like Tamarack was a big good first date yeah. thing in, in southern west virginia yeah it is you get some food you walk around yeah, look yeah. at some stuff and yeah, that's a good idea yeah. well that's a good idea so anyway that's some of the prices for uh dates for dates around the country oh wow what are you guys doing in south dakota for 38 bucks what are you guys doing in north or in uh, new york for 300 dollars? that's crazy yeah Anyway, all right. How about? Well, first of all, tell everybody where they can find us. All right, you can find us at hillbillynerdtalk dot com. From there, we have. Looks like we're getting into Reddit pretty, pretty deep. Both of us now. Have you been posting some on our Reddit account? I can cross post. That's what I mean. Well, yeah, I've been putting some stuff on there. Good. I don't know if you see it or not. 
I do, and um, and me too. So yeah, check out Reddit. I'm telling you, it's fun. It is kind of fun. fun I really site. thought it was a. I thought it was where all of the skanky, horrible things were said, all the bad comments on the internet, and I think maybe there there is some of that, but I try to avoid those threads. <laughs> well, I think they just have less censorship, which so yeah, that is going to lead to some crappy, yeah. some crappy um, content. But it also leads to some pretty damn creative, fun content, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like it kind of goes both ways. So, yeah, we like Reddit. And you said Twitter. Yes. And I've pretty much shut down Facebook. I'm not on there anymore. All right. Um, that's our main ones. Yeah. I'm, Pinterest is fun for collecting pictures, but their comments and just the crappiness in their comments anymore is just a hard no for me. So you're not as much on Pinterest. Nope. nope. So most of, so I mean, mostly, if I need to look something up, I can look it up on Pinterest, but I don't spend much time on there anymore. So for the most part, we're Twitter and uh, Reddit at this point. Yes. And, uh, you know, and Twitter, Reddit's, even, Reddit's a lot better than Twitter, really, as far as looking up funny memes and just fun to scroll through. But I'll tell you what Twitter is good for. This damn hurricane. Oh, and the when, hurricane updates. And when there's something like that going on, like to get people's live tweets of what's going on. Like you can get so much from the news, a little snippet of here and there. Yeah. But when you see people tweeting like live or very recently, you know what I mean? They recorded it live. Yes. Dude, there's some shit coming through right now on this hurricane of people where water is literally up to the um, attic. Uh-huh. Not the first floor, not the second floor. I mean, there's people showing video of them in the attic of their house. That's horrifying. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That may be them documenting their deaths. It might be. And That's terrifying. But, I mean, there's, un, uh, yeah. But you can check out Twitter right now of the stuff from this hurricane. And I don't want to be morbid. I mean, we all, but but it is interesting to know the news. From somebody right there, instantaneous, what's going on. And and some of them, I I mean, yeah. So, anyway, there is that. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else in particular? No, not really. I've been, I tell you what, I've been enjoying Reddit, some of their threads. They've got some very good, I don't know, therapeutic, you know, communities, very supportive groups on there. And that's a... Good place to find, I thought. I've it is. I've spent a little time on that lately. And Hillbilly Nerd Talk has our own subreddit. Yes. So it's not just we're just hanging around Reddit. I mean, look up Hillbilly Nerd Talk. We'd love to yep. have you as a subscriber. <laughs> well, I think we've got about five now, don't we? No, I think, I don't know, <laughs> six or seven maybe. Single digits. Single love digits. <laughs> we're, so, no, we're so cool. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's how it goes. All right. All right, everybody, have a great couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you next time.